Collaboration is an integral element of rap music. From the birth of hip-hop at South Bronx block parties to the present day, through the commercialization and popularization of the culture and its music, rap has involved the coming together of multiple voices through musical sampling, repetition of phrases, call and response, shout-outs, disses, response songs, and in music videos, the depiction of an artist amongst her or his crew, of friends, associated artists, or local community. Many of these elements have their roots in African-American oral and literary traditions, and entail collaboration with the audience as well as fellow artists. Rather than a closed dictatorial message, hip-hop offers a web of possibilities, allusions, ironies, and contradictions within which listeners participate in the production of communal meanings. The communal and intertextual elements central to rap music are often overlooked <coughs> by both critics and scholars of hip-hop when they approach artists in a way which is simplistic and divisive. In discussions regarding the mainstream American rappers prominent in the 1990s, a false dichotomy has typically been constructed in which artists are divided into the categories of conscious and commercial and in the case of female rappers, are either celebrated as political, feminist and progressive, or dismissed as superficial and regressive. This was the era in which the number of prominent female rappers was perhaps at its highest. Queen Latifah, MC Light, Lil' Kim, Missy Elliott, The Brat, Yo-Yo, TLC and salt and pepper amongst many others. This is also the time at which the messages and images presented by female rappers were most diverse, leading to the pressure to identify which of these was right or best. To categorise black women rappers in this polarised way is to define the individuals and the various visions of black womanhood they represent as incompatible and in competition with one another, and to eliminate any possibility of united action or female community. This is familiar as a primary way in which sexism and discrimination more broadly functions, dividing marginalised groups, setting factions against one another, distracting, confusing and ultimately weakening the group's power and will to resist. This is particularly problematic in the case of rap music, considering the genre's roots as an oppositional cultural force and music of resistance. What's more, this categorisation is typically done with reference to heterosexual masculinity, which is presented as the standard from which female rappers either deviate or conform. Female rappers celebrated as progressive tend to be characterised as adopting the dress, vocal and performative styles of male rappers like The Brat and MC Light, or conforming to positive characterizations of women made by male rappers like Lauren Hill and Queen Latifah. Those dismissed as regressive are often those who talk most explicitly and insistently about sex and female sexual pleasure like Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown. They are accused of self-objectifying, of conforming to and thus reinforcing the stereotype of ho so prominent in the lyrics of many male rappers. Scholar Matthew O'Ware consistently compares female rappers to their male counterparts identifying surprising and disturbing similarities between male and female rappers, and he states with disapproval that the majority of songs by women during this time make multiple and overt sexual references, with such references presented as undermining any positive images conveyed. There is no consideration that references to self-defined female sexuality may constitute positive images, or indeed instances of resistance to oppression. In truth, in the music, lyrics and image of every one of the prominent female rappers of the 1990s, there are elements which may be perceived as transgressive and progressive, <coughs> and others which may appear to undermine them. These artists are typically full of contradictions and slippery to read, resisting such a simple framework. What is required then is a more nuanced approach to the women of rap. I adopt Trisha Rose's view that female rappers must be repositioned as a part of a dialogic process with rather than in complete opposition to one another. 
Female rappers are in dialogue with each other, with other musicians, both historical and contemporary, with black female and other rap fans, with American culture, and with dominant ideas about femininity, feminism, blackness, and black womanhood. This approach is also rooted in observations by black feminist scholars, including Bell Hooks and Patricia Hill Collins, of the importance placed on dialogue within African-American discourse and culture. Hooks describes dialogue as a humanizing speech, as it implies talk between multiple subjects rather than between subject and object. My study is also informed by hip-hop feminist Joan Morgan's assertion that the truth of contemporary black female identity to be gleaned from female rappers is not to be found in the voice of any single artist, but in the juxtaposition of many. I perceive it to be more productive not to attempt to divide these artists into false and simplistic categories and to define them accordingly as acceptable or objectionable, but to focus on the spaces between the various messages and images they represent, the intersection where those contrary voices meet. I'm drawn, therefore, to instances of collaboration between female rappers, which are sites at which contrary voices literally do meet and in which the dialogue amongst female artists and between them and their female audience is most explicit. Focusing on female rappers in collaboration demonstrates the productivity of the dialogic approach Rose introduced and defines the simplistic and false dichotomizing of much of the other existing scholarship on the women of rap. Oh, defies, sorry, the simplistic and false dichotomizing. Uh, the effect is a reading of these female artists which honors their complexity, does not wash over their contradictions, and restores the potential for female unity, community, and action. Collaboration takes various forms. I refer to multiple artist collaborations where a number of female rappers add their voices fairly equally to one track and featured artist collaborations where a female rapper contributes perhaps a verse, hook or chorus to a female rapper's song. There are many of these instances of collaboration amongst the women of rap in the 1990s and they typically involve the coming together of diverse visions of black womanhood elsewhere defined as conflicting and incompatible without any one form being privileged above others. I will refer in detail to one such example shortly. Collaboration also comes in the form of female rappers' direct references to other female artists through lyrical references, repetition of lyrical phrases, musical sampling and music video cameos. A community is constructed between the women of rap which <coughs> defies the narrative of a monolithic black female identity or mode of expression and of competing and incompatible female artists. Lyrical and visual references to predecessors and to historical figures construct a genealogy of strong and resisting black women and places these artists in that lineage, disrupting a historical narrative that de-emphasizes black women's roles in activism and in hip-hop. The music video for Queen Latifah's Ladies First opens with photographs of black women activists from across history. Harriet Tubman, Frances Harper, Sojourner Truth, Angela Davis and Winnie Mandela and Missy Elliott's work it includes a tribute to the late rapper Lisa Lopez and R&B singer Aaliyah. The community is extended further when female audiences are invited into the collaborative space by pro-woman messages, call and response, and direct addresses to female listeners. Returning to my promise of an example, I'm going to briefly discuss a song called Not Tonight, Ladies Night Remix, and its music video, which demonstrates a number of the collaborative forms I've outlined. The song was released in 1997 and consists of verses from five female rappers. Angie Martinez, Lil' Kim, Lisa Lopez, The Brat, and Missy Elliott. Whilst I object to the tendency to characterise female rappers in simplistic ways, it's useful here if I briefly outline the public image of each of these five at the time of the song's release, what they were known for and perceived as representing. I hope this will make clear the significance of this diverse group of individuals appearing in collaboration. Angie Martinez was primarily a TV presenter, and this song was part of a very brief rap career. 
She represents new talent, a relative unknown amongst icons of the genre. Lil' Kim had just released her debut album, Hardcore, and became renowned for an aggressive vocal style and lyrics that revolve around explicit insistence on her own sexual gratification, violence, money, and material goods. Her image was heavily sexualized, artificial, excessive, brightly colored wigs, heavy makeup, and next to no clothing. Lisa Lopez, also known as Left Eye, was one of three members of the female rap and R&B group, TLC, whose lyrics carried pro-woman messages promoting safe sex and female friendship. Lisa had recently started a fire in her abusive boyfriend's house and attended a rehabilitation facility. She represented youth and fun with an edge and a streetwise attitude, reflected in her typical styling, tight crop tops and pigtails with oversized sportswear. The Brat was the first solo female rapper to have a platinum selling album. Her vocal style was quick and aggressive, her styling masculine and lyrics were gangster, drugs, guns and anti-law enforcement. Missy Elliott was inventive, futuristic and cartoonish in her lyrics, vocal delivery, dance and styling, oversized and brightly coloured sportswear and accessories and theatrical makeup. The five artists write and perform a verse each on Ladies Night, equally present both on the song and in the music video. They retain their independence from one another with familiar elements from their solo work transposed from, with familiar elements from, transposed from their solo work onto this collaboration through their styling, setting, movement, local content and vocal delivery. Each performs a portion of their verse in a personalised setting without the other artists in shot. Angie Martinez references her status as a newcomer. Little Kim holds wads of cash and evokes her mentor Biggie Smalls. Left Eye's verse echoes TLC's pro-woman messages. The Brat performs in front of a caged tiger and raps about money, drugs and guns. And Missy Elliott displays her, displays her signature vocal and dance styles. Each artist's styling is typical and consistent with their public persona, including in group scenes in which they wear personalised versions of an all-white outfit. The song's lyrics feature individual boasts, celebrations of the group of women present, and of women as a whole. The individual artists are united by the song's pro-woman theme and present as a group at the song's chorus, collectively dancing and singing, This is Ladies' Night and Our Rhymes is Tight. This image of them together, celebrating themselves, each other, and their female audience, each styled in their own version of the same outfit, is the embodiment of Audrey Lord's assertion that we must allow each other our differences at the same time as we recognize our sameness. The recognition and valuing of difference is represented by individual styles of dress and dance, whilst the lyrical content and shared white styling reflects common aims and ideas that are not obscured or inhibited by those differences. Yet more diverse images of black womanhood are introduced through cameo appearances in the music video from a number of other female artists and groups who mime the ladies' night chorus and dance with the main five artists. Mary J. Blige, T-Boz, Queen Latifah, SWV, Escape, Black, Changing Faces, Total and Maya Campbell. According to Trisha Rose, nothing is more central to rap music's video narratives than situating the rapper in his or her milieu and among one's crew or posse. Typically, artists are depicted amongst their local community or associated acts with whom they regularly collaborate. In this instance, however, and others of female rap collaboration in this era, a community of women is consciously constructed through cameo appearances of a variety of other female artists, and unusually, it's one that crosses stylistic, generic, generational, and geographical lines. So here we have 1980s superstar rapper Queen Latifah alongside newcomer Angie Martinez, Masculine styled the brat alongside bikini <coughs> clad Little Kim, soul singers, R&B groups, and representatives from Brooklyn to Atlanta. 
These elements are repeated across numerous instances of female rap collaboration in this era. They powerfully communicate Audre Lorde's assertion that unity need not mean homogeneity, and reveal the simplistic and divisive dichotomizing of these figures and the visions of womanhood they represent to be inappropriate. Instead, they are in dialogue with each other and with their female audience, supporting, critiquing, educating, challenging, and bearing witness to one another.